Hello, welcome to Alternate Take Reviews. It's a podcast run by our film page Alternate Take. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. On Facebook, we are at www.facebook.com slash alternate take one to three. On Instagram, you can find us by searching underscore alternate take underscore. This review is available in written format on our Medium page www.medium.com slash alternate take. So let's get started with today's review. The Boys Season 2 Review Utterly preposterous, extremely violent and insanely fun, the second season of The Boys is better at portraying satire than most other shows out there. The Boys finally wrapped up its second season with a season finale that dropped last Friday. Personally, I wasn't a fan of the one episode per week decision that the series creator Eric Kripke decided for the second season and would have preferred all the episodes from the onset. Anyhow, much like its first season, the second season of The Boys is a living, breathing satire of the American dream and this time the superhero shows is out to criticize white supremacy and gets highly political at that, though some of the moments don't feel as great as the others. The Boys, from its first season, had established that uh, it, it, was, it is a lot more than simple popcorn fun, and the second season carries out this tradition even better than the first outing. The season starts off mu- some months after the events of the first season. All the characters in the group except Billy Butcher, played by Carl Urban, are living in an awful secret hideout. All of them have become wanted criminals whom the law, enforce, law enforcement agencies are actively pursuing. With the captain of the ship missing, they all feel that they have no purpose in life. The digital character Huey, played by Jack Quaid, is still in contact with his love interest Annie, played by Erin Moriarty, who is the superhero Starlight and a part of the superhero group 7. Both of them plan on making the next big move to take down Watt, but Huey ends up getting an earful from M.M., played by Lars Alonso, as he warns him that by associating with her, he is endangering both of their lives. The heroes in the Seven are in no good shape either. Homelander, played by Anthony Starr, is grief-stricken for having to kill Madeline, played by Elizabeth Shue in the previous season. And Queen Maeve, played by Dominic McElligot, is suffering from severe depression and anxiety issues owing to the fact that she had to abandon a whole airplane full of civilians at Homelander's command. But none of them have it as bad as Billy Butcher. It was revealed that Billy's wife Becca, whose rape and murder he wanted for whose rape and murder he wanted revenge on Homelander, was actually alive and well and raising Homelander's son, who is also a superhero. Second season thus starts off slow. It t- and it takes time to explain the broken mindset of each character after the events of the first season, but once the narrative picks up, there's absolutely no stopping. Second season is a lot more dark, gritty and gory than the first. And this was a welcome addition for the fans of the series. The second season widens its scope beyond the premise of greedy corporations and larger-than-life celebrities to focus on some of the really pressing issues like racism and brainwashing by cult-like organizations. At one point of time, a character makes a comment that the people believe in what she says, they just don't like the word Nazi. This moment isn't at all overemphasized, but it speaks a lot more than the fictionalized moment it was created for. The Boys also puts its focus on the dark side of social media, how it can be used as a tool to plant fear in the minds of people. The show talks of predators in power, mainly through the characters of Homelander and The Deep, played by Chase Crawford, who had been accused of sexual assault by Starlight publicly in the previous season. 
The portrayal of corporate greed is done through the character of Stan Edgar, played by Giancarlo Esposito, who is always in the mindset of making the most money out of a situation, irrespective of how out of hand it may be. The season also boasts of some of these stellar action sequences, and it's great to see that the use of CGI in the action sequences is minimal, which is why hand-to-hand combat scenes feel real and brutal, and the show heavily relies on practical effects to make the gruesome scenes striking. Season 2 of The Boys is therefore really creative and by the time all the episode 8 episodes are done, you will have too many gruesome acts and massacres to remember. They are not forgettable, but you have to make way for the more extreme bloodbaths that happen as the season progresses. Altogether, these are the aspects what propel Eric Kripke's superhero series to be a more ambitious and overall better satire in the second season. The performances in the second season are undeniably top-notch. Carl Urban and Jack Quaid give memorable performances as Billy Butcher and Hugh Campbell respectively. Both do a great job of portraying characters who have lost people to actions committed by superheroes, but they're inherently different, with Huey preferring to sort things out peacefully and Butcher preferring the old tried and tested violent method of getting what he wants. The other characters in the group are also phenomenal. Lars Lonzo does a great job at playing the part of a guy who cares so deeply for his cause that he puts it all uh, above all else, and even when he doesn't get to meet his family. And Tomei Kapon and Karen Fukuhara do a great job at portraying broken characters wanting redemption. And finally, there is some much-needed character development for Fukuhara's character in this season. Anthony Starr is breathtaking as Homelander. He fits into the role perfectly and is menacing in every frame he is in. The surprise, however, was the newcomer Aya Cash, who plays his new hero, Stormfront. From the onset, we feel that there is something off about her character, as if she's more than she's letting on. And this feeling is very real, as the reveal of her true nature will disturb anyone out there. She has arguably received the best character arc in this whole season. However, Giancarlo Esposito as Stan Edgar felt a bit underutilized. He's not outright bad in his portrait of the character and does deliver some of the best lines in the series. Still, given how interesting his character was, I personally felt a lot could have been done with it. The entirety of the second season is not without flaws. The episode featuring Frenchie's backstory felt like too much exposition due to which his backstory doesn't hit as hard as in case of others. The character of a starlight felt a lot emptier than the first season, though being a guest performance, Sean Ashmore as Lamplighter felt the most out of place, almost as if he wasn't even trying. Overall, there are flaws similar to this that exist, but none of them are overpowering enough to hamper the whole narrative and stay as minor hiccups. In conclusion, The Boys is a heavily subversive and cynically delightful piece of work that, despite its minor flaws, is beyond entertaining and rightfully establishes itself as a bad boy of superhero stories.